Hey everybody, Nick Espinosa, your chief security fanatic here, still traveling, so still pre-recording these, so again, if some major bomb dropped and I'm not talking about it, you know why. And in government privacy data security news, we got to talk about CISA, the Cybersecurity Infrastructure Security Agency, because their security by design initiative is at risk. Now, this was an interesting article in TechCrunch by uh, Trey Her, Maya Hammond, Will Loomis, and Stuart Scott. And I think this is an important one we should all know about. The Biden administration's 2023 National Cybersecurity Strategy, I've talked about it extensively, identified structural shortcomings in the state of cybersecurity, calling out the failure of market forces to adequately distribute responsibility for the security of data and digital systems. And most prominently, the strategy seeks to, quote, rebalance responsibility for security to those best positioned, end quote. I talked about that. I did an entire PowerPoint presentation on that. That obviously you didn't see. On, you didn't see that on the radio. But if you follow me on video, I, I totally laid it out a couple months ago. Now, shortly after. A strategies launch in March, so it was in March when I did that, the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, or CISA, kicked off an effort to basically shift the balance of cybersecurity risk by pushing firms to adopt a security by design or SBD practice, improving the basically safety and security of their products at the design phase and then throughout the life cycle of that design. CISA Director Jen Easterly's announcement of those efforts appears to put CISA at the forefront of this uh, balancing, addressing technology vendors' incentives to underinvest in security throughout the changes in and how those firms design and deploy the products they sell. At the first substantive proposal from President Biden's administration to effectuate this rebalancing since the launch of the strategy, the success or failure of the SBD initiative could be a bellwether for basically the, the uh, strategy's two core ideas. Now, success with SBD is at risk, however, both from a both from political challenges of implementing these practices and the threat of unrealistic expectations. And there you go. This article, the one I've been paraphrasing very heavily, if not downright quoting from those people from those authors, is essentially um, uh, highlighting this forward. Now, the politics of an SBD or a security by design implementation, which implicitly requires a capacity to compel change in vendor practices, is essentially a huge issue for the CISA because they're not a regulator. It's one of the fastest growing agencies in the United States because everybody's hacking everybody right now, but they're not an actual regulator. In time, it could become one, but current and past leadership insists that such responsibilities would be at odds with the culture of the agency and its operational responsibilities. The agency's ability to support, build, uh, build capacity, train, coordinate, and plan together with state, local, tribal, and territorial entities, as well as industry stakeholders, is rooted in its disposition as a trusted partner. And basically, its neutrality is at the core of that. This means that CISA should be working, according to the authors of this, and I totally agree, with one of the several federal agencies working to implement SBD with cooperation from regulators like the FTC or Federal Trade Commission, which basically is the hammer of Thor financially in this country. They're the ones that drop the hammer. They're the regulators. SEC would be another one. But that's basically uh, something that essentially would balance out CISA as they are neutral, open, and just trying to work with you. 
Otherwise, the SBD initiative could place CISA in a bind trying to fix entrenched market incentive problems without the ability to compel companies to act differently. And I think the authors are 100% right. That is exactly what we are talking about here. I think, I think about myself as I'm coming in with a consultant. I cannot put a gun to any of my clients' heads and say, you need to implement this. I can, I, can, I can assess, I can give them reasons, I can show them the risk footprint and hard and soft dollars, I can do a whole bunch of things, but at the end of the day, they're the ones that have to execute on that. And if they say no, they say no. There's nothing I can do. Odds are I'm probably not going to work with them after that <laughs> because I'm not putting my name on, on you know, bad practices that, that you know, I recommend against. But, but this is the point. And CISA has to be that neutral arbiter. And so their efforts to create accountability might undermine their attempt to generate that goodwill, which we need. And I think that is so unbelievably important to understand. So once again, thanks to Trey Hare, Maya Hammond, Will Loomis, and Stuart Scott of TechCrunch, because I think they completely nailed it on the head here. And this is something that we should all be focused on. And we should all basically have better cyber hygiene in our business life and our personal life as well. And if you own a company, you really should be taking cybersecurity to heart because the reputational damage of a cyber attack. And believe me, I have shepherded many companies through this, many companies through this is is sometimes just insane so there you go i'll leave it at that and please like share follow me here on facebook and twitter at nick aesp and as well as threads i keep forgetting to mention them and uh also youtube please uh subscribe to me at youtube and as always stay safe stay online and just please just please attempt to stay private thanks everybody